Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian. Those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. The brighter side is brought to you by audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com/brighterside for your free trial. I got nothing good to say about them. I think they're a bunch of slime. I think they're a bunch of trash. But everything is. Oh, we get. We got. Well, are you recording? Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about it now, man. We've been recording. Okay, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, they're garbage. They're shit. They're fucking. They're assholes. They don't care about the environment. Everything they commit. A- they ha- they don't hold their. They they commit crimes on a whim and they just they pay for it like a bill. Instead of going to going to jail, they look at it as like I'll commit this crime because even if I pay the fine, it's still worth it to me because I make even though I have to pay a six point five million dollar fine, I'm still making two hundred million, so it doesn't matter. I'll just factor it into my costs. You know the Miami Dolphins are a corporation. That's goddamn right. Yeah, hey. you know what they do? They fucking play football. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't hate them. Well, you love the Miami Dolphins. I love the Miami Dolphins. So you love a corporation. Well, I, I, I th- love football. Here's the thing. Business business and corporation are two different things. Mm-hmm. Business is a service that's locally operated, like the Miami Dolphins. You can't yeah. get Miami Dolphins in Colorado. You, you know can buy I mean? a hat, though. You can buy a hat, though. But corporation is sort of an all-encompassing. It's Walmart. It's Target. Wait it's, a minute. No, wait. <laughs> are you saying I could buy Miami Dolphins stock? Pump the brakes here. Yeah, you could buy private shares of uh, uh, the corporation of of the team. People do that all the time. Rich people do that shit all the time. Really? Yeah, man. So I can own part of the Dolphins? Absolutely. Eddie, I expect you one day to say, Cena, I just bought 20% of the Miami Dolphins. I'm not going to get 20%. Come on. 2% 2% of the Miami Dolphins. Mary, can you see how much a share, one share, <laughs> yeah. of the Miami Dolphins is? You, know, you can't just go buy it on the open exchange. You have to go somewhere, and you have to go talk through an intermediary. You got to go down to Joe Robbie? You got to go down to some sort of sports bar in Miami, I think, to yeah. buy it. Oh, if I yeah. can't buy it here, then what's the point? I'm- no, I'm just saying you have to go through somebody. Other people. I used to work in a big corporation for Pet Coke, and people would call in, and they wanted to like get involved and get shares, and we were like scripted to talk to them and be like, do you know anybody at the company. No, you don't know anybody. And we kept getting repeat callers. They were like, somebody, just let me talk to somebody. And I was like, you got to know somebody, man. And he's you like, gotta- how can I know? One man said, how can I know somebody if I'm, if I'm never even allowed to see you? 
Oh, why do you want to know him so bad? Yeah. That's you. That's what I say. It's like, well, why do you want to be someone's friend who doesn't want to be your friend? That's true. They want to make that money. Got to get that money. I can't believe you love the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I love the Miami Dolphins. So you must love some corporations. I love, I love the, I love the logo, the old logo, <laughs> which is I part loved, of a corporation. I love Dan Marino. Dan Marino, Don who got Shula. paid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, everyone gets paid through a corporation. It's of course. a sad fact. Exactly. Here's that's the problem. I'll tell you what. If there was like the Miami Sharks local tackle football team that had a bunch of cool dudes on it, I'd love to watch them. Too. Exactly. And this is why we're doing the brighter side, the cynic's view of optimism on corporations, because there is the Miami Dolphins in all of us in a corporation out there that we have to remember. Yeah, I feel like what I said about business and corporations didn't make sense, but <laughs> my heart was in the right place. It was. You want to know? No one knows exactly how it means because they always are snakes. They're snakes. They're liars. Even the dolphins, they've broken my heart for years and years. Exactly and years. right. Because I love them to hate the, to, to hate the, 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 the pain they've made me So feel. they're like a hot ex-girlfriend. That oh. Corporations are people, which they are legally. Oh, the Miami terrible. Dolphins is like your hot ex-girlfriend with like a sweet pussy but steals your money. Oh, man, yeah. Fuck you real good. your bank account number. Leaves you the next morning. Sunspot yeah. beauty, man. That's fucking uh, Seeger song. You should listen to that. She, yeah, she took my wallet and she left town, man. Did so, you know that Gloria Estevan owns por- a portion of the Miami See? Dolphins? Yeah, yeah. So Gloria Estevan, um, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez, uh, Jimmy Buffett. No. If these people own part of the Dolphins, you need to own part of Mark the Dolphins. Mark Anthony owns Imagine part of the Dolphins. Imagine how amazing that dinner party is going to be with you and Gloria Estefan. Oh, we would get along great. We're both Dolphins fans. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> <about dolphins. laughs> so, Eddie, tell me about a corporation then that you worked for that you hated. I used to work for IAC. And I hated the corporate life. I couldn't stand it. I worked in the mailroom. I helped run the mailroom. IAC is an umbrella company. They own Ask.com, Match.com, Ticketmaster, Home Shopping Network, College Humor, um, Daily Beast, uh, all this shit. Running up and through. And I was the guy who made shit. Barry Dillard, right? Barry Dillard. Well, he actually, he got fired when I was there, which was a lot of fun. Wow. He still, like, owns the company, but he got fired from it. That's my favorite part about corporations. The owners always get fired, <laughs> which I always find hilarious. I, I saw Norman Schwarzkopf yelling at him in the hallway one time. He was just like, he's like, Barry, I got to tell you, it doesn't look good. I was like, and I'm, like, pushing a bunch of fruit down the hall. It was fun. Norman, Norman. <laughs> Damn. I don't like umbrella companies, the companies that own a bunch of other ones. It's, like, not personalized care that the individual business has with their customers. And it makes them scarier. Too like yeah. Alphabet now is Google's now parent company that owns all the stuff that what used to be like part of Google. Now they've broken in everything, broken everything up, and now it's an, all under this umbrella corporation called Alphabet. I hate that. It's it's like they own the alphabet. It's yes. so aggravating. Oh my exactly. god. Yeah, get scared. I don't like it, man. I don't like it. I mean, Google, they've taken over. I mean, it's clear as day. I mean, they, they got cameras on all of us at all times, just like Apple and this fucking donkey do going on with the terrorists. Exactly. It's like, okay, so here's the thing about Apple, right? They they want uh, people to, they want the the government wants Apple to make a backdoor into their phone so that, that the gay can go and, and find people when they've committed terrorist acts or for whatever other reason, if someone's 
sleeping with the senator's wife or something like that. Yeah, but it's not allowed because you can't have that much access to everyone at all times. Well, what do you guys think? Do you guys think corporations should uh, should open up their products so, uh, not protecting their customers anymore, or do you think they should cooperate with the government? No, uh, no, I don't think. It's illegal. Uh, wasn't there some like political scandal where this was involved where politicians were taped and they didn't know it, and then there was a backdoor with other people to like to, to pull private video? It's illegal. No. Yeah. yeah. You can't do it. I mean, I, you can, as much as like they were terrorists and they 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 went and did that horrible attack in San Bernardino. I mean, you got to stick to the rules. Otherwise, it, we were talking about it's the end of Batman uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. You know, it's like Morgan Freeman's like, I can turn on the machine and you can, you can find out where the Joker is. But, you know, this is going to fucking ruin everything forever. Morally, though, how do you feel about it? Forget the laws because there's so many laws. Who knows which way they go yeah. one way or the other? You could always frame it one way or another. But emotionally, morally, how do you feel about it? I, I know that the government could figure out everything about me, but I don't like it. Yeah. I want to have my own personal life, which I know doesn't fucking exist. But I, if I, I want to have my – if that happens, if the back door happens, I'm pulling all of my money out of a bank and putting it in cash under my bed. No. Buy gold or something. Or buy, buy gold. Buy precious metals. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I just like – I can't even – I thought they were already watching. I know they already saw everything. That's you know, so idea. that's that's how like past that's how little I have faith in anybody. They're all fucking criminals. Watch man. us pick our nose and bite our butts. Yeah. yeah. I bet it'd be fun to work for at the NSA, but all those people just picking their nose, you know? It's just so strange. Sometimes when I'm talking on the phone with my mom, I'll say like things like BOM! And, and like terrorism, and she'll get really, really upset, and she'll, yeah. cause she'll assert that like people are listening on the other end of the phone, and I'll be like, Mom, hello, dear NSA, uh, and this is like years ago. It's yeah. just like, please let this young terrorist into college. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna be terrible. And she's like, see that? She's like crying and stuff. No, but uh, it's it's very. We all we kind of grew up in this idea that there is no privacy. Yeah. And but I I don't know what to feel about it because I think Apple has to keep everything closed off because otherwise how can we trust one of these corporations anymore? We're just going to go someplace that isn't going to uh I mean, I already don't trust up. them. The iPhone 7's coming out without a headphone jack. <laughs> They're going to fucking make you buy like special Bluetooth headphones that are only used by Apple that you can so you, that's the only way you can listen to music on the new iPhone. What? Trust. No, yeah. don't worry. Get listen. Get the fuck out of here. Listen. I'm lighting something on fire. <laughs> In a month, in a month, there's going to be a whole giant like punch bowl filled of pink, green, and blue ones at Dwayne Reed that are like knockoffs from China. Oh, They're going to crank these things out. It's just I a new thing. So fucking mad! <laughs> I just bought these nice headphones with a two year guarantee with a headphone jack. You know what am I supposed to do? Like like a series of adapters. Fuck these monkeys, man. Fuck these monkeys. You know, there's a thing called <laughs> there's a thing called the broken light bulb theory, and that's when the light bulb was invented. That's the first time uh, a corporation said we should purposely make it fail so people have to come back and buy another one. And everybody else is like, "You're crazy. That's never going to work." And now that is the business model for most companies. Let's purposely make it break so people have to come back and buy another one. Which positive brighter side of that means that that gives way for new inventions and new things and we're constantly updating but they're already made well, <laughs> they guess... already got the fucking technology they just choose not to give it to us well, I think it's, it's like I... the fucking AIDS you know serum <laughs> <laughs> I did it uh, the Cubans solved cancer 
They sold all kinds of shit. And look, that's not a corporation. The Cuban government basically cured cancer. And they just kept it from us because we had an embargo with them for years. Yeah, you know what's fun? You know, we also they also don't have sweatshops that we that we said that corporations use to fucking make their exactly. horrible shit. Nike's goddamn awful. So you know what's always funny is that corporations are always these funny things when they when they hear like people say like why do you use sweatshops in in Asia? That's terrible. And they always say, well, if your government made it better for business, we would move our manufacturing here. What, like pay people a normal wage? <laughs> exactly. It's so crazy, man. And it's like they could use the capitalism to defend so many different arguments that you just have to just feel like it's everywhere. It's ubiquitous, and there's nothing we could do. To, it's futile to fight it. There's hundreds of countries that we can go to that have sweatshops that will demand a smaller dollar than the last sweatshop. And so they just keep going from country to country, keeping people impoverished. And this is like they're not even fucking up, not just fucking up our country. They're fucking up the whole world. Yeah. Also, to make you vomit, I was talking to some hipster dude in Brooklyn, and I was like, you know, if iPhones were made in the United States, they would maybe cost 10 to 20% more but it would give so many people jobs that it would all sort of even out in the end. And he said, yeah, but who wants to build an iPhone and work for the factory? Yeah. And I was like, you're the reason. We're all going to fucking burn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever someone but says also, something like that, they should just like, you know, I hate to go Donald Trump here, but you just hit him in the head with a hammer. <laughs> but also forget about, But I think the idea of manufacturing is kind of flawed though too. It's that manufacturing is automation, and robots are going to be doing everything soon. They're We're already e- doing it. Yeah, exactly. We're not even going to need th- They're I, picking apples. I have a problem generally sake. with people saying that we should bring manufacturing back because it's like it's all going to be gone soon anyways. It's all gone. Yeah. What are we going to do? we got to get into the robot game, and we got to get into, like, the, you know, writing poetry game. We just, we just got to make sure that robots never can develop feelings, and we have to use them as... Slaves. Singularity's yeah. coming, bro. Singularity's yeah. coming, and we will be crushed by an iron hammer. Are you guys ready to jack in or what? Yeah, what do you mean? I'm going to merge with the machine. You no. idiot. What's wrong? What do you mean, what's wrong? What could what go you- wrong? That's the beginning of every horrible sci-fi movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a plug in. Yeah. You can't let them have your thoughts. That's no. the only thing you got left. I've got their thoughts, too, though. It's no, a two-way you street. don't. You have the thoughts they give you, man. I will control the Matrix. You won't control shit. <laughs> so and many thoughts I have every day, all day. I'm like, I could go to jail right now. The yeah. first, You know the first thing I do when I merge with the machine, Eddie? What? I will give you 20% of the Miami Dolphins. I don't want it illegally. <laughs> I want love. I want to watch my, my beauties grow. I will shift the matrix so it's natural. See, this is the thing. We're just going to become more. I mean, we've called these corporations people. What happens when a robot gets tapped into a corporation, right? And then it's just self-sufficient. Like, it doesn't need any human interaction so at all. Well, it better controller. obey the law or I would have fucking thrown it in robot jail. <laughs> Where is Robot Jam? Oh, we'll build it. Toys R Us. That's <laughs> exactly. Robot Jam. Yeah, but yeah, it's Radio just... Shacks. All closed down Radio Shacks. <laughs> <laughs> fucking went to Radio Shack. They didn't even have an antenna for my radio. You believe that shit? I fucking lost my mind in there. I went. I was like, I really. I just wanted an antenna. I could plug into my clock radio so it would sound better. And like, oh, we don't have radio antennas. And I lost my mind. At Radio Shack. Yeah, Radio Shack doesn't sell radio antennas. Oh, also Taco Bell. Only sold hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it is it is Radio Shack 
still called Radio Shack, or yeah. is it just called like the Shack? No, it's Radio Shack. It's not like Domino's, <laughs> or it's not Domino's Pizza anymore. What is it? Just Domino's. <laughs> Yeah, they took the pizza off, and someone oh. got a fucking $100,000 raise. <laughs> oh, God. Because well, they, they, they make, like, they sandwiches sell, now. Yeah, because they make sandwiches and weird bread objects. Oh, and fucking, just and like a piece or- of chicken on a piece of brown paper. Yeah, yeah don't like, they do, like, an Oreo cake with pepperoni on it or something? Yeah, and a chicken wing stuck in the middle. <laughs> I ordered from Domino's recently, yeah. and it was cheaper because of a coupon online. It was cheaper to get a full a big pizza and a big brownie. Than it was just to get a pizza. And telephone service, right? <laughs> it's not just this, the food, man. The corporations and the food, they put addictive products in these oh, shitty yeah. food to keep the poor fat. Yeah. No, and no. the poor poor. It's sugar. It's yeah. not just sugar. It's Here other we go. Things. This is this is the big it's thing. The tobacco companies have bought General Mills. They've bought fucking craft. Uh, Corporations have pushed some of these poisonous things on our entire country. We're probably one of the worst countries in the world on sugar. It's not the same product as it was when our parents were kids. Mac- a box of macaroni and cheese is a different fucking thing now. Yeah, and we just take it. We just like I'll fucking eat this plastic because it's good. No. It tastes good. It does, you know. There's a thing on Netflix called Cooked, and it traces these people and just how they eat in kind of like third world or very remote areas, and they were following around these Aborigine people in Australia. And one of the things this woman was saying as she was literally like stabbing this lizard with a giant pipe and like carrying it back, she was like, when the sugar came, it hurt us. It made us weak. The sugar made us weak. Yeah. And I was just like so shook by that because we we talk intellectually about sugar. But for them, it was an actual like an infestation, like an actual attack and affront to their entire way of life. Mm. Sugar. It, it was a, it was an it was an attack on us too, man. But and no one knew it. No one knew in the South where I'm from in these shithole towns. Everyone's either obese or uh, are under malnourished. There's mm-hmm. just no healthy, no healthy people. And then there's a lot of people who are obese and malnourished at the same fucking time. Because the only thing they can afford is two or three dollars a day, and they're just buying candy or fucking dollar cheeseburgers from McDonald's, and they're becoming a fucking monster. Yeah, corporations have gotten too big. It's in the food we eat. It's also how we think. So then there's the question: Shouldn't the government play a stronger role in regulating how these corporations can interact with people? How much sugar we should be able to be allowed? To- Put in food, or is that saying that's like encroaching on the freedom of of doing what you want to do and eating what you want to eat? The government should only get involved if these people cannot contribute to the campaigns of elected officials. That's the only way it's going to change. Because either way, they're just going to keep getting bought out by people who are going to donate to their campaigns so they can pass certain laws. So are you saying that they should they should get involved uh, to defend the rights of the people? Of the this. people, of the human race, of everyone who's eating the fucking bullshit. You know, when, you, when, you, when they can clearly are getting bought and sold and we're watching it and they're reporting it, they're reporting the money they get from these people, they're, we watch them get the money and then they, they so, of course they pass these laws that favor their companies. What about the soda ban? In New York, Bloomberg oh. tried to do the soda ban. A lot of people hated the soda ban. I was against the soda ban, but it's not really... He's not banning soda. He was banning giant, huge, like, uh, goblets of soda. It's like 20 ounces or more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And one to be sold. I mean, that's a way of trying to hedge 
take off the most extreme guzzling well, of it, yeah. no? I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's, uh, what do you call it? Darwinism. If you drink that soda, you're just going to fucking die in five oh, years. Oh, man, I would love some Darwinism. But it's also like education. I mean, I don't think people are, you know, in schools, there shouldn't even be soda machines. It shouldn't be an yeah. option. Absolutely. You know, so it should, it should come from the basics. It should come from the, the textbooks that we... Who gives a fuck? A kid doesn't need to learn algebra, but it needs to learn how to eat right. That class well, should be fucking longer. You gross. know, it's just... It's, it's ridiculous. So what, what I'm hearing is that it should start earlier. So it's not about taking out 20 ounce sodas. It's about something much deeper. Than the that. one hour yeah. a week that I remember I used to get in school. Maybe things are different now, but the one hour for the entire week that we would set it aside for nutrition and health and human reproductive. I mean, that's crazy. That should be a main course. Yeah. You, know, you should yeah. know how to everyone when they get out of school should know how to give CPR. Everyone should have a CPR license when you're done with high school. What's wrong with that? That's something that you can use one day. I also think you also bring up a good point with that, which is uh, teachers need to be given more freedom individually. Yeah. Um, I don't think there should be a big... I think No Child Left Behind is one of the worst things to happen in this country. Oh, That's of course. when teachers were regulated and Scantron tests were handed out and now you're being... Kids are all, instead of the smart kids, all going into one class together and learning and, and helping each other. Now you have to put the fucking idiot in the class, and now nobody can learn. Yeah, or it's sometimes it gets the other way around. Yeah. You know, because they have, they still have smart classes and stupid classes. You know, that'll always exist. There's always going to be the dummy kids and the and the you know the advanced. I guess my question is how what is, what should the role of government be in regulating the corporations that do these some of these terrible things like for example the corn industry aren't they supposed is so to be powerful now? Well, they're not pa- they're not involved because of Citizens United. A lot of times, right? This this court case of the Supreme Court that said that uh, what you about can, the FDA with well, infinite money is speech, then right? But the FDA is still kind of some people are probably in the pockets of the FDA as well, and yeah. they're a big, huge bureaucracy at the same time. But they're just to approve if it's like life threatening or not. Sugar is yeah. sugar is this thing that's just been. You know, fast tracked in every single area. There's lobbyists that fast track any sort of product or piece of legislation that affects a product uh, uh, all over DC. So I guess my question is again: is you were against the soda ban, but that's kind of what we're talking about here. Like I was for the soda ban because I was like, "Fuck this! This is what government should be doing. It should be protecting the people that necessarily can't protect themselves. We should be yeah. taking out, getting an easy win on." Those people that drink tons of soda all the time, that drink it, they have to go and get health care. Who pays for that health care? The society has to pay for that health care. Yeah, well, but I do think it is a fine line between the government protecting people and the government infringing on someone's freedom of choice. Exactly. And so it's a very fine, fine line. It's super hard to figure that out at, at the same time. And I see where you're coming from, Eddie, where it's like, Forget the soda ban. We should be starting a lot earlier and mm-hmm. not necessarily allowing this much sugar in all of products. Totally. Yeah. To Michelle clear. Obama's uh, whole, like, healthy America thing, I think she partnered with, like, Kellogg's and Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's always right? those people. It's truth, you know, truth is run by the tobacco companies. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's all these people, they, they choose how to tell you not to have their products. And they usually choose shitty, annoying ways to make people want it more. And they're buying a bunch of food companies right now as well because they know that's the new frontier of addiction. Getting people hooked on some sugar and some food and all kinds of stuff. Man, there is going to be some sweet chemicals in our food in the next few years. Yeah, and it Did you guys make... know that in 2000, Philip Morris, which is a... Uh, 
very old cigarette company. They acquired uh, Nabisco and Kraft Foods, Inc. Yes. I mean, it's come on. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Nabisco, oh, God, I ate. I was just talking about all the cookies I had this week. (laughs) On a bad cookie week. On a bad cookie week. You basically smoked three packs of cigarettes. At least. (laughs) At least. uh, Government regulation on business is a very tricky phrase, but I do think there should be regulation on how many corporations one umbrella corporation can own. I think there should be a cap on that yeah. instead of just uh, no monopolies. There's a lot of monopolies going on right, right now. Time Warner is a monopoly, what uh, we watch oh, on television. That's Christ. all owned by one fucking dude. There's places, there, the fact that there are places in America where they're like, there's only one way you can get any any content or information delivered. Electricity even. Yeah. Like there should be more than one electricity provider. Yeah. yeah. That's fucked up. It's just not an option. Because New York is good though. You're allowed. There's a bunch of different suppliers yeah. that you can get. Because if there's a competition, uh, competitiveness with each other, each one wants to outdo yeah. each other. They want to be better. They want to serve the people better. If there's one, then fuck you. Maybe the electrician will come by next week if he feels like it. Yeah. It's shitty service and they don't care because they have no competitors. And speaking of a fucking company that you brought up Earlier, the NFL is a fucking is a monopoly. Oh, they are. You know, one. And they're a horrible. You know, as much as I love the Miami Dolphins and I'm a sucker, you know, as much as I love Oreo cookies, doesn't mean I like Philip Morris. Guys, this, the NFL is why socialism potentially does not work at all. Man, and we're watching people die. Yeah. We are watching them become dumber and die and commit suicide and, they and hit, crimes. They hit. This is the problem with a very vertical, a very too uh, like opaque central uh, operational institution like the central government or the NFL. Everything's so vertically integrated. It's just Roger Goodell. These NFL, every commissioner knew about the concussions. They all knew about it. They all knew the risks. They all knew what was going to happen to these guys, and they hid it from the media. They hid it from everybody for years. And I'll tell you what, well, I'm learning how to play football with a bunch of impoverished kids because I I just wanted to play. And, like, usually it's not like a rich kid's sport anymore. You know, it's the way poor kids play, you know. And then when you're taught to hit with your head, you know, when I'm I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, I'm giving a – a weight that strap onto my head and make my neck strong so my neck can take a hit so I can lead with my head and so I can knock someone out with my head. And that's how you're taught as a child to over and over again for decades. You know, it's like now we're finding out that they've been hiding all this information from us. In an article that came out in September, a new study showed that 96% of former NFL players have brain injury. Fuck. Of course they do. It's 90, 96. They're just human bullets. Yeah, and it's not just that. I mean, they used to play the football drunk. They used to play football, you know, used to athletes used to just be hammered all the time, and it was like a fun thing they did, and so they didn't hit them as hard. Now everyone's a superhuman and on these crazy, uh, you know, legal steroids and fucking... Made by other corporations. and (laughs) And they just get jacked up, and they fucking nail each other, and they're really, they're killing each other on the line in front of millions of people. This is Roman Coliseum shit that's yeah. going on. And it's like, and then, you know, it's fucking Nike's on their shoulder. And then you got, you know, like McDonald's on the sideline and, you know, and all this shit everywhere. This is this big monster. And if like NFL's taken a lot of, and the reason it's not going to end is because there's just so much money pumping through, not just through the NFL, but for all these other companies, for sports bars, for waitresses and waiters. I used to be a chef at a sports bar. I would have had no job if the NFL didn't exist. You know, so it's just like this weird thing where it's just like people are, I don't even know how to fucking feel. Yeah, they never have the like Alzheimer's patient that used to be in the NFL doing a United Way commercial playing with some kids, you know? 
Yeah, no, it's always someone who's not brain dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we're at the point where we want to see a lot of violence and cool shit. We so what? What would happen? What you? We should bring back Rollerball from that. Was that that movie? Roller derby exists, but (laughs) no one cares. No one cares. That Rollerball shit. I mean, that thing would be really funny. Just like make it. If you're gonna go violent. Make it just violent. Make it really violent. Make someone just like really getting, you know, pulverized flamethrowers, spike balls everywhere. You so know, we we've complained a lot. Yeah, I mean, we haven't found much of a brighter side. Cena, you gotta. What? I'm pretty sure me and Amber sit on the same branch on this thing. You hate corporations, I know, right? Or I hate them, but I feel like there's some that do a good job. Here we go. Here we yeah. go. Good transition. Yeah, I, I think that they are a necessary evil to a, a certain extent, but, you know, and they need to be held more accountable, but there are ones that do help out society. Yeah, here's and like a you whole, said, it gives you, it gives you work. Here's yeah. a whole group of corporations you're going to love. All right, who? Every weed farm in America. Yay. Well, depends. The, you know, it depends. I mean, they mean? almost had that thing pass in Ohio where it's only been like the 10 farms. people. The yeah. farms. Well, the farms would have been owned by the ten people. Well, who... exactly. They're, they're not though. They never passed. Yeah, it didn't pass. Even I even like the ones that are like medical ones that are made by big pharma, and they're even like going to just create something and make some like super weed drugs. I don't even care. Yeah. I'm happy that there are weed farms out there. Yeah. Here's another one. I'm I also like about. apples too. But you there know. we go. There's a corporation that owns apple orchards. Yeah, I'm sure there is, but, you know, a lot of them are fucking monsters, too, paying immigrants under the table. Exactly. We won't talk about that. I think weed farms first. That's an easy <laughs> win for me. Yeah. Vibrators, the companies make oh vibrators. Oh, my God. That's a great. <laughs> Thank you, See, God. Amber, you're really thinking outside of your box, and I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ben and Jerry's. They do, they donate millions and millions and millions of dollars a year to uh, charitable organizations. They do a lot of full work of with sugar, them. though. Full of sugar, but they do a lot for the community. They do yeah. a ton. And when they got bought by, uh, I think it's uh, Unilever uh, four years ago, it was a big deal for them because they don't they're bought they don't do a bottom line for their shareholders. So like when you buy in stock in Ben and Jerry's. You're not buying it to make money. You're buying it to also give away money mm. to charitable organizations a lot. So Newman's a, own, too. There we go. Great. Exactly. Same. Those, there's a lot of corporations out yeah. there that have a social impact, like uh, uh, Warby Parker, when they, the glasses company. They donate glasses to poor countries and stuff like that. The, there's that shoe, the shoe company. The shoe company. Oh, but also those little those little places in those towns, they can't make their own shoes. I'm exactly. arguing against – there's also an Adam Ruins Everything – Shout out to that show about that, about uh, Tom's oh, shoes. I don't shout out. The buy one, <laughs> give one model, you buy the Tom shoes that puts out a company in Africa that would make shoes. There's actually like small Yeah, but they places. suck at making shoes in Africa. Well, also, if you look up, Forbes is very good at compiling lists of ethical corporations. Do I yeah. trust Forbes? That's Forbes is another know. corporation, bro. Do I, do I trust Forbes, Cena? I think I like Forbes, but I mean, there are. I mean, Cosmo is in this type of uh, in this world. She actually helps businesses get started. Uh, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, who doesn't listen to the show, uh, <laughs> so she st- helps start a company called Sword and Plow, yeah. which which hires veterans to actually repurpose material like military grade material that's been going to be discarded, like bags or weapon gear and all this kind of stuff. Parachutes. And they remake, yeah, parachutes, and they make designer. Clothing and bags and apparel and all kinds of so different they make gear. Buckets out of guns. Yeah, they, basically yeah. that kind of stuff. So they make like really cool stuff. If you go on their site, Sword and Plow, it's actually really good, good stuff. That they Literal have on parachute there. pants. 
Yeah, maybe I think there could be some parachutes, some like MC Hammer pants potentially. You get a Literal. necklace made out of fingers. Yeah, exactly. Like the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that Universal <laughs> Soldier? The uh, ears. He had the ears. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, so th- I think those those are some good corporations, right? Some my yeah. bullet shell pants. <laughs> <laughs> These undies are full of live rounds. <laughs> you know, I was catering at a party once. It was some big company, mm-hmm. and um, I remember, you know, sort of. I remember thinking uh, I would not have this job and be making this $150 in these four hours, which is not bad but not great, um, if it weren't for somebody being in a corporation, having a party, wanting to entertain another corporation. I do think trickle-down uh, trickle economics can work if people are ethical about it, yeah. but it basically comes down to um, uh, trusting an individual, which is very scary, and, and personal responsibility, which hey, we don't have. I think everyone's just got to be on their hustle. At the end of the day, the corporation is only as good as the people that are in it. Yeah. And so if you got shitty people at the top of the corporation, you're going to have a shitty organization. I got a fun story for you. All right. Um, when I was working at IAC, I remember they laid off one of the uh, IT guys that everyone loved so much. They laid him off. And then the next day in the lobby was a $40,000 painting. That they had installed the day after they laid off someone that everybody loved. Get the fuck out. You know, and it's just like, that's like the kind of shit that I saw that makes me just hate corporations. Just a person that had to feed his children. Every day, Barry Diller had to have a new uh, orchid on his desk. And uh, we weren't allowed to give away the orchid. You had to throw it in the trash so no one else could have it. You know, but we were so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is like such a waste of money to have like an those, orchid uh, every day. Put it's on like your... those grocery stores that don't donate the food. Oh they yeah, throw it away. Yeah. yeah, no, they would like they would, we have too many. They would do that to me. They would have we like oh uh, you got to clean out this closet and it's just like filled with pens and and uh, notebooks and stuff. And I was like, what's well, this pens and notebooks? And they were like, well, you know, just throw it out. I'm like, I'm not gonna throw it out. It's pens and notebooks. Donate to a school. Like, so that's what I did. My friend was a teacher, and so I, whenever they told me to throw out supplies, I would just I would just use it. And I worked in the mailroom, so I would just use their uh, mail machine to to <laughs> FedEx them a bunch of pens and trapper keepers and. Stuff. Stuff, to the point where they had to tell me to stop sending them stuff because <laughs> they had their supply closets were getting too full at this That's school in Florida. They, was, they were th- r- trying throwing to throw. in the trash. Oh. Corey's like, I can't take any more trapper keepers. Do not send them anymore. That's funny. <laughs> well, there's there's oh. plenty of more stuff that we could talk about with corporations, but we're going to be talking. Oh, you have oh a- I have one more brighter side of a corporation. Yes. Let's do it. Okay, so we had a FedEx account, which I was in charge of, and mm-hmm. I got a call one day from a man saying, hey, your FedEx points are like, a lot of points and you have to get rid of them by the end of the week or you lose them all It's because we're doing a rollover and I look and I double check and it's a lot of points so mm. I go to my boss and like, we have all this and the, he kind of doesn't trust me and doesn't get it so he's like oh, yeah I get the bracelet let's say like some trapper bracelet one little thing but it's like we have all these other points he could give a shit so what I did is I went online and I saw that we I had enough points for a telescope so I got with our points. I got a telescope delivered to my house for free. <laughs> nice. I used to always fucking steal little things like that. Not steal, but like you know, like redirect it into the right Skim hands. off the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did all my uh, Christmas card mailing out of the mailroom. Nice. That was nice. You know, like anytime they were just gonna throw any certain kind of shit out, I'd always hand it out to people and give it away. Exactly. So much food they had me throw out, man. It was unbelievable. Save How much- it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he said, yeah, I give it to the, you know, the, usually I just end up giving it to the, the custodians and stuff, but, oh. you know, they used to like have me, uh, 
strict, stupid rules. Like in these refrigerators, you can't have food, but the refri- so the refrigerators on stairs, that's where you're supposed to keep your food. And so I, I don't give a fuck. This is a refrigerator. You put food in it. Who cares, right? But they were like, no, it doesn't look nice. It's not presentable to have lunch bags in the soda cooler. And so, so he's my manager, Christian, piece of shit. Uh, he's like, I need you to throw out all the lunches that are in the cooler. And I was like, ah, you know, I'll just bring them up and put them upstairs. You know, I'm not going to throw out people's lunches. Just, so I talk to him. I brought him upstairs. I put him and I left a little note. I'm like, if you left your, your cool, your, your lunch in here, you know, it's supposed to go upstairs, but there's not enough room upstairs for everybody because 900 people work at the fucking building. Yeah. And it's two, two refrigerators up there. It makes perfect sense. And so the next day he's like, I don't, I heard what you did. I don't like it. I want you to throw it out. And I was like, I'm not throwing out food. And he's like, you have to. I'm your boss. And I was like, fine. I was like, I'm going to throw out food, and then I'm going to tell people you made me do it. <laughs> so I did that. So I took all the food, and I threw it in the trash. And then when they came up to me, I'm like, I'm sorry I threw out your perfectly good lunch. Christian made me do it. So please go <laughs> complain to Christian. I'm very sorry. He forced me to do it. Later on that day, he's like, he's like Ed, I want to let you know that I got a lot of uh, complaint calls about the lunch thing. And I was like, I know. I let him know that you were the one who did it. He's like, thank you. You did a good job. Oh, my God. And I was like, you're the fucking devil. And Nazi. I, I, I hit that. Yeah, I, I quit like two weeks later. That is that's the that's the German uh, yeah it's the, it's the Nazi kind of like, I went yeah. out like I went I was so mad I hated that place with all of my heart I mean that's what it is man oh God that's I bet he's a CEO now you really can't be a CEO I got him in trouble when I left oh really I, oh yeah because I told everyone all the shitty things he used to make oh, us do God. and the way he treated us and everything and yeah. I got a good severance too even though I quit because <laughs> I was so mad they gave me a good severance they loved me. I man, I used to play so many tricks on those fucking assholes. I, uh, oh man, they were all. There was this one lady who was a bitch to me just for just because I worked in the mailroom and she was really mean to me. And so whenever I was around her, I used to pretend like I was like the whole building loved me. You know, everyone in the building. I was I always make jokes everywhere I go. And so whenever this lady, I dealt with this lady, I acted like I was retarded act like I was really stupid and so like it's so I was just like oh you know I don't really you know think about things that much you know and you know just be like oh look you know the water you know I'd be act like an idiot I would just act really <laughs> stupid on purpose and so whenever she talked shit about me to people would call me stupid like everyone loved me so they ended up just hating her <laughs> because she would like talk shit about me I get uh, people. I get people in certain you get little, them in ways, there. little ways. You so get... you could be a corporate bandit like Edward Larson here. Fucking monsters. <laughs> <laughs> but there are. I think we found a lot of brighter sides here. I don't know. I'm still not behind it. <laughs> I don't know. I used to have panic because I used to. My elevator went from one to forty five in like eight seconds. Forty fifth floor. And it was mm. one of those high powered ones, mm. and I hated my job because I was in a windowless office, surrounded by books. I would get a stack of papers every day, and it would have a number on the top one two four five zero oh, one one two five six zero oh, two, and you have to separate them all and then put them in the books. It just purely no emotion, just pure numbers, and you better not mess up. I only messed up twice in the three years I was there. Twice out, out of the many times I had to pull papers, mm-hmm. I put the papers in the wrong place. Anyways, I would have panic attacks in the elevator uh, so bad that I, I would like sometimes pull the plunger, like the emergency brake. Wow. Yeah, and it, it get dropped? Yeah, and it would stop, and I would, it would dangle, and I would scream, like, help me, help me, help me, help me, to the security staff. Wow. And, and hey, you got to get out of there. They came up? 
No, they did the elevator. How, wait, hold on a second. How long on the show? We were like forty minutes. Forty one. It took I'm you sorry. forty minutes to tell us the story about how you were having panic attacks in your job elevator. It was so bad. I would sleep. I had a windowless office, and I didn't. I didn't want like the elevator so much that during my lunch break, we had one hour. I would shut the door, turn off the lights, and lay on the floor. And then after the hour, I would open the door, turn on the lights, and then just keep going back to the numbers. Ugh. God <laughs> oh damn. Oh my god. <laughs> Ever. But you know, if you stop the elevator, you're just gonna be in a long. Yeah. Time. No, I, because it goes so fast. I'm telling you, eight seconds. <sighs> and it shakes. It shook so bad. And I would look around at these people and just be like, are you not scared right now? And Wait like, a minute. There were other people in the elevator with you when you stopped it? No, no. I was always by myself. But always when it shook, I would like look around at people. And also part of my job was to uh, deliver Japanese businessmen to and from the office. I had to greet them because I'm a pretty lady. Mm. So I'd go outside and be like, konnichiwa. And then come back up. Konnichiwa. <laughs> How deep was your bow? <laughs> Pretty deep, boo. <laughs> yeah. And then we get on the elevator, and I press forty-five. And I was part of my job was to like turn around and, well, it was anyways. I would turn around and say, uh, "We're going up eight sec. Wait, we're going up forty-five floors in eight seconds. Your ears popping. That's part of the acceleration." No <laughs> way. <laughs> They know they got bullet trains over there. They know what's going on. They're traveling. Everyone in Japan is traveling at the speed of light. Oh man! I uh, used to work at a big uh, call center mm-hmm. for a bunch of different corporations, and one of them was uh, uh, sold like placebo pills for. They were fake Viagra pills. Oh man! And uh, there was uh, they had a major meeting where they called in every woman who worked on the self uh, call center floor, and they were like. Okay, so the Viagra pill, most of you have noticed that uh, some men call that line to jerk off as you describe the symptoms of, because there are these guys that we call just to have the women talk to them about what the uh, Viagra pills would do. What were the symptoms? Uh, tell us. <laughs> tell us real slow. So, um, and we weren't allowed to hang up on them because the corporation that ran the whole thing, Pat Live, you fucking pieces of shit, uh, <laughs> they made money for every minute someone was on the phone. Oh, fuck So them. they were like, unless they use an explicit word to you, you have to stay on the line with them. Even though you know they're jerking off? Yeah. God, that's a case of a company so what, getting so big. Oh, sorry, keep going. So I, and if um, if they caught you... <laughs> not hanging up on someone early you'd get fired so what i used to do is i'd make up fake side effects and be like you might be interested sir that unfortunately this uh this pill does cause massive cases of diarrhea and i just do that (laughs) that's great (laughs) i used to uh, work for the census bureau for a year and then I had this great joke that whenever people called and I had to answer the phone, it was just all phone shit, I would always be like, hi, my name's Susan, how am I help you? you know? so I was like, always just like, yeah, this is Elizabeth. You know? oh, my just like, <laughs> oh, my God. And always fuck with people. <laughs> but the, um, you're not allowed to hang up on somebody. That's a case of a corporation becoming so big they've lost care for individual employees, mm-hmm. which... If, if you care about your employees, they're going to do a better job. It's better for everybody all around, as opposed yeah. to just whipping somebody into shape. When you when Goodyear lays off fucking 20,000 people, 200,000 people, or however many it was, you know, in the 1990s, and fucking guys who run the shit just get raises, you know, like, what the fuck, you know? Oh, yeah. There was a, first of all, not to bring race into it, but white guys fail up. And this oh, is what happens. Yeah. They all get fired. I was I was playing football last weekend, and this this white kid was really Donald douchey. Trump's failing up to president. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's 
this kid, this kid was real sassy and he was real bad. And I was like, oh, you must – I said to him, I was like, you must be a high school guidance counselor with how nice you are. He goes, whatever I do, it's better than what you do. And I was like, you're right, sir. White guys fail up. Yeah. And <laughs> He'll get fired to be offered a better position. Exactly. And this is what's really crazy about it is that you get these guys that end up failing up through nepotism or through classism or whatever it is. And then they're the ones that are creating the fabric of our society because as we found out – Corporations are everywhere. Well, also, yeah. you, it's them. that idea that you get promoted to the level where you aren't as good at your job as you were at the level below. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody at the top is supposed to be sort of cold and calculated. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, maybe Steve is really bad at like managerial skills. Maybe give that to Sharon. She'll just answer the phones. And Steve can just sort of sit in his office and listen to YouTube videos all day, which mm-hmm. has happened. And well, also, shows- people who like are good at their job like someone who's a really good salesperson if they're good enough they'll be like oh you'd be an excellent manager and they get to a management position and they're a shit manager because they're a good salesperson they were never meant to be a good manager (laughs) and then you just have a huge corporation of all these people who just got good enough that they got promoted to the place where they can't get promoted anymore because they've reached the perfect level of not giving a shit a series of people who don't do anything but talk they talk. That's all they do. They sit around, they talk, and they have a very nice steak dinner that they write off on their taxes. That we were all paying for. Steak town. Steak town. They just write it off, and then and then a woman sits in a desk and puts it all like on a piece of paper and like sends it off to the tax bureau, whatever. They get all that fucking shit back because they just call it a business meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's got an expense account. I love hanging out and calling it a business meeting. It makes it much better. Yeah. All right, guys. I guess we'll wrap this up. Cena, I didn't found. I still hate him, Cena. No, you love the Dolphins. I, it doesn't matter. What do you mean? No, I mean I hate the Dolphins. I said that was the moment I said I told you I hate the. You Dolphins. You like Ben and Jerry's? I don't really. They're you, still pumping you, sugar in the society. You like a weed farm? Kind of. I had a problem with them too. What do you mean you had a problem with them? I don't like anybody. I like a little privately owned uh, weed farm. That's a corporation. No, no that's a business, not a corporation. <laughs> we are not going to go down this road. What are you talking about? It's the same, it's the same thing. There's no. no business. It's a corporation. Business and corporation are different things. A group of people is a corporation. A group of people create a corporation. No. If you wanted to make your own business, it's not a corporation. Yeah, there are corporations. There are limited liability companies. There are there are partnerships. There are sole proprietorships. There are all kinds of different things. Business is just business. It is just a, like the idea of everything. A corporation is a company or a group of people authorized to act as a single entity, legally a person, and recognized as stu- such. By there law. you go. That I like Samuel, who, who grows weed. I like Samuel. There you go. <laughs> I don't yeah. like I don't like Samuel, uh, Sarah, and and Slippy. Yeah, corporations. <laughs> yeah, corporations. Slippy not has done nothing to you. Nothing. I know. That's the problem. I can't wait till you're a partner of the Dolphins. Oh man! Well, yeah. we'll see if I'll even. We'll see. They got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Being part making, of the system, making to make we a got difference. Mario Williams. I'm excited. We're gonna have a great defensive line. We don't need to talk about this. This is the show for talking about the Dolphins. People, leave us a voicemail. Yeah, this leave is, us a voicemail. Uh, this is the season finale. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh. We're gonna take a little hiatus. Yeah, take a little. Do we have hiatus. a cliffhanger for everybody? Uh, oh, leave us a voicemail about like a uh, corporation experience you've had. Yeah, yeah or please. whatever. Yeah, we'll yeah. do some like fan stuff. I think we're going to incorporate a lot of stuff you guys have sent in uh, for next season. I think we'll do some fun stuff with that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're gonna take we're gonna take a little break. When are we coming back? Do we even know? I think May we'll start releasing again. May uh, that way we start having uh, a nice. Uh, 
you know, we want to raise maybe the production value again like we did. We had these different segments now, which add a little bit of time to our production, but I think it was a better experience overall. I'm yeah. going to bring in a confetti gun next time. Fuck oh, yes. There we have it's a confetti gun. And I'll yeah. bring a t-shirt gun. Exactly. We're going to be called Michael Bay Presents yeah, The Brighter yeah. Side. Michael, <laughs> a Michael Bay production on radio. Yeah. <laughs> and if you got any hot tips for people that you can hook us up with for the interviews that might be interesting for the show, please let us know. Uh, and you can find us at thebrighterside at gmail.com. Correct, Cena? Uh, thebrightersideradio at gmail.com. The Brighter Side is it the brighter side? Brighter side radio. Brighter side radio. So no the brighter side radio. Oh, it's sure. a mess what we're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> we're all over the road. But, you know, get us in the Facebook group. Get us in the Facebook group. We're going to keep hanging out there and talking to people and having a good time. And uh, share the old episodes with your friends. And please give us a review on iTunes. And our voicemail, again, is 347-620-6615. Spring break, motherfucker! <laughs> For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Games from the Virginia Lottery are here. The Scratcher gives you the chance to win up to $100,000. The online game gives you the chance to win up to $1 million. For more information, visit VALottery.com.